Hello, everyone. Hello! My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily! Hooray. I'm working on my controlled loudness. That was good. Thanks. I didn't have to, like, I didn't even think about it that time. Oh, thank God. The number of retakes you guys we've had in our lives, but not, we did not have to retake today. It's just because I get so excited. <laughs> it's true. Um, Emily, we have a podcast. We do? We do. This is me trying to tell you to explain it. <laughs> I just thought we were just chatting in your living room. Um, so welcome to TBD. Uh, this is a podcast hosted by uh, your favorite hosts, Matt and Emily. <laughs> you just heard us. Um, uh, and on this podcast, uh, we talk about three things. And it's um, with uh, some other things that we sometimes talk about. But the three things are tea. This whole time, just picture us just having teacups in our hand, drinking tea. It's about friendship. It's about us becoming better friends. It's about us meeting new people and becoming better friends. And it's about topic. It's about topics in our interests. Topic. It's about topic. I got distracted. Matt's taking a picture. <laughs> um, Ooh, that last one was the best one. Um, it's about our interest. We bring in interests that we don't know about. Fun fact... I know what I'm talking about today, but I don't know what our guest is talking about. It's true. And Matt has no idea what I'm talking about, even though he tried to get me to tell him earlier. I did. I tried to trick Emily into saying it. And I did not fall for it. It's the way we tease each other. We try to get each other to spill the beans on our topics. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, that's the, I think that's the whole podcast. Also, we talk about Harry Potter a lot. Yeah. This is the unofficial Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, do you say something about guests or no? Sometimes we have guests. We did say something about guests. I did, yes. Sometimes we have a guest. We have a guest. Sometimes we have guests, but this particular episode, we have, in fact, a guest. And his, he's here. Uh, comedian. <laughs> Very generous of you. Comedian Sean Holloway is here. Hello, hello. Happy to be here in the Armando Studios, here live mm. in Brooklyn. Oh, sorry. Live in Redacted. Uh, no, I think people know where We do. Our Instagram says, location is Brooklyn. <laughs> Because that's that's an important thing. Yeah, we're not Manhattan. We're not a Manhattan podcast. I mean, I don't think I don't think people will be able to you know track you down necessarily just from that much information. No. But if I were to say that you're we're in like Prospect Lefferts Gardens, I won't get any more specific. <laughs> yeah, that's man. Someone can come here with like one of those uh, like satellite sound finder things that they have like at the NFL games. They're trying to get like the sound. You know, those big oh, yeah. disc like a, a, the glass big bowl. directional mics. Yeah. Someone could just drive around this neighborhood until and if they had they'd also have to know when we were recording. <laughs> um anyways. That's how spying works, right? <laughs> as, as a person who spied so much, that's how it works. I remember being in like elementary school and I thought the coolest thing were those like spy kits that you could get, which <laughs> the the only one I ended up getting was it was a pair of like the most ridiculous sunglasses like no sunglasses anyone would ever wear and they had a giant camera attached to the side like you had (laughs) essentially just like a camera taped to the side of your head i thought it was the coolest thing um you were not a good spy i was not you know i mean i didn't take it up as a career saying you're not a spy is something a classic spy would do so i am under the impression that you are a spy I mean, I can't really say, but uh, um, I don't know. I don't know the way out of that catch twenty-two, and frankly, I hope I never have to. Yeah. Well, we'll catch you one day. Yeah. We'll get you, Carmen San Diego. 
Where in the world is Sean Holloway? <laughs> Ooh. Carmen San Diego. You know, I Sean remember Holloway. <laughs> I know that I did consume a lot of Carmen San Diego related media as a kid. I don't I didn't retain any I don't remember anything about it except for the fact that she wears a big red trench coat and a big red hat. So did you guys watch the game show? It was on like I have a vague memory of it. PBS or something. Was there like someone on a big screen? Yeah, it was like it was like podium. There's like two people at podiums I want to say and then someone chief was like on a screen and she was like the police chief and you were they would refer to you as gumshoes um i don't really remember much they had to like figure where she was and it would like be trivia geographic related trivia and you'd have to be like uh that's in iran or something <laughs> this leaning tower so not in pete's i i'm bailing out bailing out of this one i can't something like that and at the end i remember they had like a map of the world and they had these little like staffs staves where uh little little staffs with uh red like siren lights like the the ones you'd like put on top of a police car if you were like a detective and you like slapped a a light on there without be you know those things that like thing that i don't know if it really existed (laughs) but those like kind of sirens or like ones you could buy like spencer's gifts or something you guys remember spencer gifts i do there was one in my mall at the river valley mall in lancaster ohio Shout out I, to the River Valley Mall in Lancaster, Ohio. Shout out to Oak Park Mall in Overland Park, Kansas. I never went into the Spencer's Gift because I thought it was like much worse than when I was like elementary school or like maybe even middle school age. I was pretty dumb and still am, but uh, I thought it was like much worse than it was. I thought it was like a like a sex shop. <laughs> That's like how I thought of MTV when I was a kid. Like it's the scary channel where ad- only adult like it's like basically porn. <laughs> um, I can remember watching MTV at my babysitter's when I was in second grade, listening to the thong song and knowing every single word. That is like porn. And it was basically porn. I don't think I've ever... There are a lot of butts in that video. I don't think I've ever watched MTV to this day. Ever? Ever. Not even TRL? No, I actually, I looked up what that stood for uh, a few weeks ago. (laughs) For what purpose? (laughs) Uh, Someone mentioned it and, you know... I just I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna be made a fool of twice. Okay. Got so it. when it came up again, you could be like, "Oh yeah, total request live." Well, I mean, right now I was searching for it, so I could say it out loud. So I guess I still did, but uh, I guess this is that moment. Wow. Oh, total request live. It used to be a used to be like total request was the prequel show, and it was just like, and it I guess it wasn't live or something. It was just Carson Daly in like a room, and it wasn't like with a. Uh, studio audience originally you might not know any of these things but there was a pre-date there was a show before total request live i think called total request or something like that um or request live they added the total (laughs) i don't know anyways it was a really cool it was a countdown show where you'd count down the 10 top 10 videos of the day it was in Times square and and they cut to the the fans outside they'd be screaming it sounds fun uh, I'm I'm into the idea of it. I think I both. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a little little young child, and also I uh, I feel like I just stuck with like children's media for too long, uh, which probably says a little more about me than I would like. But I, I think I, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I like I like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. Why would I watch the channels that other teens are watching? Yeah, I was kind of the same way. I didn't watch any of that stuff until I was at least middle school. Definitely not 
like any younger. <laughs> I think I did both concurrently. I was a multitasker of media. I'll, I'll admit, I'll still, if I'm if I'm home, if I'm like at my parents' house, I will. I still only remember, you know, uh, for Kansas City Time Warner Cable, uh, Channel Fifty Eight was a uh, Cartoon Network, so I just go to that Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, One Forty Nine, Comedy mm-hmm. Central, and Sixty Seven. I can't I, believe all the channels are still the same. I, I was shocked. Yeah, I can't do that at my parents' house because they have a different cable, and I they're, they're like in the thousands. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I just listen to podcasts. Ooh, in the thousands sounds like they've got HDTV. <laughs> oh boy, do they. Wow. Um, and then ooh. sometimes I'll just use the standard definition. My dad will yell at me, but I'm like, the, it's easy. I just I just went to the channel I could find. <laughs> Come on, you got to do HD. This would drive me nuts too. <laughs> I know, but it's so hard to find something. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that HD is so hard. It is. Emily. Matt. Did you bring a tea this week? I did. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to reach for the package. Here we go. She's reaching. Okay. She's got it. So this is another of my sample teas from Tante Tea or Tante Tea in Copenhagen. Tante Tea. We like to do uh, accents that we think are from Denmark. So feel free to talk. Is it Denmarkian as you want? Ooh. uh, At my job, we work with a uh, a, uh, Denmarkian... Danish? Danish? Thank you. A, a Dane. A, uh, a a Danish engineering team, and we have three people on that. It's a team of like 10 people, and we have three of them are named Klaus. And uh, I can't, I don't think I could do the accent, but. We can't fun. either. So. <laughs> we just try. Anyways, Tom Tate <laughs> And this is another ribose tea, another rude boy. Rude boy. Um, And it's called ribose ha- hev- torn. Half torn. Half <laughs> Do you want to try, Sean? Whoa, I'm surprised by how ribose is spelled even. Uh, ribose. I, I can't try the accent. Ribose have torn. I, I mean, that is how it's spelled. So not being a, some being someone who doesn't know anything about tea, what is a, what is a ribose? Oh, what I'm is, about to tell you. Oh, I'm just going to go straight <laughs> to the description. Gosh. Um, Everyone's favorite part. The reading of the description. <laughs> I looked it up and everything and translated We have to it. translate it because it's all in Danish. Ooh. So that's, I guess, the more interesting part. <laughs> so ribose haftorn. Um, ribose haftorn is a favorite of many of our ribose-loving customers. So there you go. The sweet ribose and the sour... Go ahead. And the sour sea tooth bring the best in each other. And with a hint of cream, the teen is a nearly caramelic experience. Now I'm going to tell you... I'm going to assume that the tea means the tea. Um, and sea tooth from further uh, investigation, half torn is sea buckthorn, which is apparently sour. And they're tiny little like orange fruits. Little berries. Little, little berries. I imagine they have a lot of berries there. Yeah. This is one. This is this is a berry you never heard of is in this tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, ribose originates from a South African shrub and technically has nothing to do with tea. It is naturally caffeine-free, so you can drink it at all times of the day. Uh, a, a rude boy tea is not, by the technical definition of tea, it's is not, not tea. Whoa. Because uh, all tea, if you're drinking tea, it is from the tea. It has tea leaves, which is from the tea plant. This is not from the tea plant. It's but from a South African are. shrub. That's shocking. Um, so what do you call it if it's not a tea? A rube, uh, uh, ribose. Oh. Uh, there's actually a lot, I like herbal tea. Is not also is technically also not tea, 
Um, but um, we're not here to judge. Sometimes called infusions. Ah, okay. Um, we're not here to judge. So basically, the description is saying that it's sweet and sour. Basically, this tea is lemonade without the lemon. Mm. Have we? Uh, have you guys all tried? I have. Yes. I've already finished my little cup. Oh, Ooh, there's wait. a little pot there. If you want more, I will go ahead and do that. There will be some spillage, but uh, I you can uh, throw this towel at you. Um, so. Oh, listen to that pour. I hope it's coming over the microphones. Um, I think, I mean, I'm trying to see if I can get the sour and sweet. I definitely get the caramelic experience. Um, there's a sweetness at the end mm. that I definitely feel. I don't know if I get the sour, although maybe I do first. It's, it's, um, I just took my very first sip. Oh, wow. I'm going to say very, a very, a very like mild sour. Like mm-hmm. when they say sour, I think. They're hinting at just like a little twinge, almost like as if you just like squeezed a lemon drop into it. So not enough to make it super sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would certainly not call this sour unless anyone told me there's a hint of sour. Yeah. And as people who have been drinking one new tea every week for the past six months, <laughs> I don't know. I think I agree. I don't know that I would say sour unless someone yeah. said it. Although now I'm on the prowl. This is a new, this is a new thing for my palate. I think it's good that we read the description, even though it's never the most exciting. That was a good one. Translating from, from Danish to English and then having to research what, uh, what was it? Uh, sea tooth. Sea tooth is. It looks like, it looks like, sort it looks of like, like weird little teeth. orange berries that maybe look like teeth that need brushed. If you think that like, like if, if you can imagine that corn sort of looks like teeth. Oh, uh, I can imagine. It. Another yeah. one of the translations on the thing did call it sea corn. It looks like, it sort of looks like sea corn, or it looks like corn, I mean, if you were to say sea corn, you would probably imagine what this looks like. It kind of looks like corn, but with more separation. It looks like a cross between corn and grapes. Like, imagine if corn came like grapes, like, uh, come, uh, on, uh, in bunches on a stick. That's what it looks like. Anyways, a vivid Anyways. mental picture. End of description. I, if everyone could just draw that without looking it up, send it to us. <laughs> That's your challenge. That's your homework this week. Draw Matt's description, and then we'll compare it to the picture we saw, and just see what happens. All right. Um, should we Anyways, ask our important um, question? I think, I think so. Hey, Matt. Oh, me first. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Matt. I have an important question for you. Please ask it to me. Um. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Matt, does this Ribos Hefton tea from Tante Tea in Copenhagen, would you describe it as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Thank you, Emily, for asking me that question. Um, I um, I think uh, after a couple of different uh, Ribos teas we've had recently, I'm realizing that this is maybe like a genre of tea that is not necessarily um, a preferred kind of tea for me, but I am enjoying this tea in the moment. Probably wouldn't buy it, <laughs> but I'm still going to rate it my cup of tea. Wow. Um, should I? You should do it. Oh, should we? Yeah, okay, okay. Sean, I have an important question for you. Oh, golly. Are you ready? I was born ready. I don't think you're ready. Wow. Can you guys give me a couple minutes? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Sean, would you, comedian Sean, would you, 
<laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> good name to go by. Would you rate this uh, uh, half torn? <laughs> I'm getting worse. Tea. Would you rate it as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? I would have to rate this cup of ribose half torn as my cup of tea. I'm not a tea guy, but if I if I went to the store and I went to the tea section, which I've never done, and one of these boxes I knew was this tea that I had before, I'd buy it. Here you go. Um, I have a question just before we I get to my important question. Mm -hmm. What is your relationship to tea? Like you say you're not a tea drinker, but do you like when you're sick or just never? Uh, just just never really. Uh, I'm I I love coffee. I'm a I'm a huge coffee guy. When I'm sick, I go for a a a ginger ale. Uh, you know, I, I need more caffeine than a caffeinated tea will generally give me. And I don't know. I'm just not, I, I don't dislike the flavor, but it's not something I go out of my way to find. All right. That's fair. That's fine. That's fair. We love, we love you anyway. Sorry. I should have taken a harder stance. Actually, uh, I'm pissed. <laughs> Say you hate tea. I hate tea. Anyone who drinks it, I don't <sighs> respect and I don't think they should be allowed to vote. Wow. <sighs> it's a good thing we already had the primary here. <laughs> <laughs> uh well thank you for your honesty you're welcome <laughs> this has no this tea has no caffeine in it so there you go shame but makes it drinkable mm. any time of day indeed it is a little sad that it's not mm. caffeinated. i'm doing fine i didn't have I much just, sleep last night but i'm doing fine with no caffeine i just like caffeine emily Matt. i have a question to ask you oh no <laughs> Hope you're ready. Are you ready? I may might be ready. Okay. Is this uh uh tan- tante tea half torn uh ribose? <laughs> I don't know. It's getting worse and worse. Is this tea? Would you rate this tea? Uh we have two two sides that I'm I'm giving you, two options. And the two options on the one hand, is this your cup of tea? Okay. On the other hand, please don't interrupt. On the other hand, <laughs> Is this not your cup of tea? Listeners out there, take a drink uh, for Matt saying not to interrupt. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, you know, Matt, so we've had a few ribose now. Mm-hmm. Um, the last ribose tea we had, I enjoyed a lot. But this one, I don't, <gasps> I don't think is as good. Wow. Um, I, I think it needs to be sweeter. I might put sugar in it for my next cup. Oh, yeah. You didn't do sugar. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to I'm gonna give it a tentative, not my cup of tea, but I'm going to check in at the end of the pod after I've added sugar. We're going to tally up the votes later. <laughs> so right now it's two to one, but who knows? I, I could, well, it's not going to swing anything, Let's just, yeah. I'll be the swing vote. Um, you could swing it from unanimous to non-unanimous. No. That's the swing you have. It's the ability of swing. Yeah. Cool. And tea talk complete i didn't do the tea talk song i'm gonna do it now and everyone's just gonna pretend it happened before okay tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk wow now just pretend like that happened earlier um in your mind mentally edit that because i'm not gonna edit that yeah no and you shouldn't I, everyone should do the mental work in my mind that has like a killer like upright bass staying underneath it mm. very Thank jazzy you. yeah well we do have to we do have to add some music to it someday <laughs> Tea, talk, tea, talk, talk. I'm tapping my toe right now. That was my jazz invitation. Very good. Sean, you know music. Was that good jazz? I don't know jazz. I, you know, it's, it's the notes you don't play. That's what I've been told. Can you just say it was good? 
It was fantastic, honestly. honestly. Thank you. That's all I need. <laughs> Validation to my lack of musical ability. Uh, you sing the most on this podcast of anyone. So. I know, but I can't sing, and I recognize it. Um, Is it time? Emily, would like you to now, at this moment, reveal to us what your miniature topic is. Little mini top? Um, my mini top is my, you know, guys, I have just a few main interests in life um, that have always been there. There's Harry Potter. There's Ohio State football, although I'm, I'm having some issues with them right now. And the last one, which is my topic today, is manatees. Manatees. My favorite animal of all time is manatees. Um, also, real quick, this tea works out because it's called sea buckthorn, um, and manatees live in the sea. Um, wow. uh, so I'm going to tell you guys a little story and I'm going to tell you the fifth thing that our podcast is really about, which is the Columbus Zoo. And I didn't say it earlier cause I don't want to give my topic away. <laughs> um, I was around seven and the Columbus Zoo announces that they're getting manatees. Wow. I don't know what a manatee is. At the time? You're I'm, seven. I'm seven. I still don't know what a man is. Uh, honestly, what a sad life you live. You're about to find True. out. Um, and I go with my babysitter. And we go and we wait in line. What's your babysitter's name? Uh, at the time, her name was Beth. I was in second grade. Uh, full name, please. I don't remember Beth. Fair. Um, and we wait in line. And I see them. And I fall immediately in love. Guys, they're everything I want to be in, wor- in the world. They sleep half the day, and the other half, they're just floating around, minding their own business. I love manatees. If I could be an animal, I would be a manatee. If I could have a Patronus, like in Harry Potter, my Patronus would be a manatee. Um, and I also, I love the Columbus Zoo. Um, we, love, we love the Columbus Zoo on this podcast. <laughs> I've never been, but it's going on my list. Honestly, um, you should. It's great. I've it's never, great, too. I've never been to Ohio, so any Ohio references, I don't. I'm not. I've been through Ohio. Uh, in a car? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When you drive, um, well, I don't know, if you're ever driving from here to somewhere else, stop in Columbus, Ohio and visit the zoo. You know I will. I'll make a day out of it. Here you go. Um, now, is that like a, is that like a national, like on a scale of just like local, local whatever town zoo to like San Diego Zoo, how, how big are we like talking? It's like regularly in the top three. Okay. Okay. Cool. Big, yeah. big time zoo. Big time zoo. I've never been to like a big zoo. Like where I grew up, like the Omaha Zoo was the big thing, but I never went there. Uh, That's also regularly in the top like three. I've never, I've never really done a big zoo. There's the uh, I love St. Zoos. Louis Zoo. That's a big one. I've I been to there. I don't go to St. Louis. Um, <laughs> sorry. Kansas City's rival in yeah. some ways. I don't have much of an investment, but yeah. Um, in the barbecue, there's a barbecue feud. Well, in that St. Louis claims to have their own style of barbecue when they really don't. And I mean, there was the you know Cardinals versus Royals. Uh, Go Cards. Mm-hmm. We don't need to do this here. We don't need to do it here. But I had to say it. Yeah, hey, uh, screw you both. Go Red Sox. So who cares? Um, <laughs> um, uh, Emily, can you um, for the uninitiated describe a manatee? Oh my god, I'd love to. Okay, manatees. Picture a giant gray blob, and you're almost there. Um, they're they're pretty big. Like they're always like I love them so much, and I'm always surprised by how big they are. Um, they are like long and fat, 
And I would say from my research I did on my ride over here, they're usually about 13 feet long. Wow, that's way bigger than I thought. Um, I'm going to look that up, but I think that's right. You know, it's weird how um, things in the ocean don't really have, they don't have as tight of a size scale as we do here on land, the place that I love. Uh, you know, whales are too big. Plankton is microscopic. I don't know what I'm going on about wow. here, but it's just... Oh, no, you're so right, though. Because everything's unrestrained. They've yeah. got that third dimension, so you can you can grow and... It can be as wide, mm. tall, long. Um, exactly. And they... um. They are about 1,300 pounds. That's over a ton. But they're also very... They, right? No, a t- ton's 2,000 pounds. Oh, I don't 2, know. What, I, well, then I'm wrong. I assume that they were less than a ton because they didn't just say one ton. Um, Listen, I'm not here about measurements. <laughs> I'm here about measurements. Um, but, um, so they're pretty... They're like bigger than you'd expect, even though... I love them so much, and they're still bigger than I expect. Um, they move very slow. They A lot of times they move so slow that algae grows on their back, so they have, like, a green back. Um, they have, like, kind of a, a squished face. Sorry, I just covered up my mouth, but they have a squished face. She squished her own face. I squished my own face. They have two fins at the side that, at the end of them, have little nails. Um, Ooh, wow. And they sometimes use them, and this is my favorite thing they do. Um, they like will use them to like walk on the ground. And from my research this morning, they also use it to dig for um, um, leaves and um, roots, which I thought was fun. But they also use them to move. Wait, dig for leaves and roots is in like outside of the water? No, in the water. Okay. Um, do, do they ever go outside? Do they ever do like the seal, sea lion kind of thing? And- they do not. Although I did read that there were um, this one type of manatees that there were unconfirmed reports that they were um, they would go on the water like seals or sea lions. But the article was basically that they um they were just sea lions, <laughs> ah, um, which I was a little disappointed about because I liked the idea of them going on water. But no, they're they're always going on land. They're always underwater, um, and they they have little black eyes. They they have like a paddle tail in the back, and they just move around and float and are slow. Did you uh did you say you swam with them once? Yes, I did. Thank you for bringing that up without me having to say it. Um. I, when I was in college, me and my roommates went to Florida and they wanted to go swimming with dolphins. However, I hate swimming and I'm afraid of water. And I said, the only way I would go is if I could swim with manatees. So we found a place where I could swim with manatees and it was in these like these springs. And I'm pretty sure it was in the Crystal River where there's like hot springs. So even though it was March, it was like very warm and we kayaked out to them and there's like routes that you follow and then you like tie your boat off to the side and you can jump in and swim around with them and you're not allowed to touch them or like really interact with them although people were like picking the algae off their back and i was really mad at everyone um because if you if they get used to human presence then they are more likely to go near boats and they're more likely to get hurt anyways it was amazing amazing they were huge at one point one came up behind me and i had to like i didn't know what to do so i just like dived deep under the water and um then i had to uh, clean up my snorkel um also the water was clear so i wasn't afraid of being attacked by a shark i'm afraid of sharks <laughs> although they're cool and also another topic i could have was it um wait would you say it was salt water or not salt water um so it was fresh water but manatees can live in both wow they usually live in brackish water just one of their other special powers oh yes they can they can go anywhere they've been seen up the mississippi river almost to missouri Same. um wow, i wow that's crazy I know. I read this morning in the summer they've been seen as far as what was it, it was in Ma- it was in 
your home state. Massachusetts? Ma- yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Try to pronounce it, please. Massachusetts. Emily can't pronounce Massachusetts. Sean, can you say Massachusetts? Massachusetts. That's just rude. Um, but honestly, I'm impressed. I can't do it. You're welcome. Um, it was, start with a D. I can't remember the name of it. I'm going to say Danish Mass. Dartmouth? No. Uh, oh, Dennis? Yes. Or Dennis Port, either one. Um, uh, that's where I used to go to, I, that's where I would go in, when I'd go to Cape Cod when I was a kid. I'd go to Dennis. I love that guy. But because they're... My dad's best friend's named Dennis. Anyways. Is he, does he live in Dennis? He does not. That's too bad. He lives in Pittsfield. <laughs> he just changed his name to Pittsfield. I'll let him know. Pittsfield, that's, that him. is such a, like, that's an American town name right there. I live yeah. in Pittsfield. Yeah. I think it is like an old, a lot, much, like much of Massachusetts is an old, like, mill industrial town or whatever, and then everything stopped being industrial and it went to hell. But now it's actually, I think it's good again. <laughs> I think rich people live in Pittsfield now. <laughs> uh, it's like near, it's like pretty close to New York, actually. Uh, it's in the western part of the state of Massachusetts. I still haven't hardly been north of New York City. I need to. I'm planning on. I'm planning on taking a little road trip up around there sometime. You gotta start. You start while you're here. You gotta. You gotta I gotta. I. I uh, not to let everyone know my age, but uh, I just became old enough to. Rent a car much more cheaply, and I'm hoping to go exploring. There you go. Rent that car. Gonna. Uh, drive up to the, go to the Ben and Jerry's factory in Vermont. Oh, oh my I God. Go I would love to do that. I'm glad that was my first thing I said. <laughs> I also want to, there's um, the Woodchuck Cidery in Vermont. In Vermont. Um, they also have a Harpoon Brewery in Vermont. Um, Isn't there also one in Boston? Yeah, it's Boston and Vermont are the two places that they make Harpoon. Um, you could go visit Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I'm gonna say hi to him. Yeah. Um, you Feel go that to, burn. I think the Burlington City Hall is like in the same building as a Macy's, which is a kind of fun. Uh, not a fact about them. Not a Burlington Coat Factory. Uh, no, but that there is that there too. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, these I, are all I my wanna... Vermont. These are all my Vermont facts. <laughs> Ideally, since I'll have like a a, a week off, I want to just like hit all the states that i haven't been to you know because yeah. I, I haven't been to any of the ones up there and everything's so much closer to each other here than like when you know when i was in the midwest and it's like oh yeah you could drive the whole day to get to colorado uh yeah let's see boston is like three hours from portland maine um well, i want to go to Maine. that's where i want to go and then it's like an hour and then providence is an hour south of boston worcester where i'm from is an hour west of boston uh, then, uh, you can skip Connecticut and, um, <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know how many times I've mentioned that I don't like Connecticut on this podcast, but I'm not a fan. And <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still a state though. I gotta, I gotta either spend a night there, eat a good meal there or have a significant experience there. To I recently went list. duck pin bowling in Connecticut. It was what fun. What is duck pin bowling? Um, the pins are smaller and, um, the ball instead of having like holes is just, it has no holes. It's just a ball, and it's much smaller. It's like they're like uh, cannonballs, like cannon small cannonballs. Interesting. Okay. And then you just like um, kind of like bocce and bowling. Yeah. Massachusetts together. has uh, candle pin bowling, which is the same sort of deal, except slightly different looking pins. Do they look like candlesticks? Yes. And uh, you get three balls instead of two. Yes. And, and the scoring is a little different because of that. Yeah. 
and I got married on a, a duck pin bowling alley. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, oh, uh, Connecticut has, um, I've, I've technically has part, have partaken in this, although not from the place everyone talks about, but supposedly Connecticut has the greatest pizza there is. Better than New York, according to people from Connecticut. Uh, anyways, this podcast is not about New England. It is about manatees. Which, uh, besides the one manatee that was seen um, near Dennis, uh, in fact, do not live there because it's too cold. Because they're poorly evolved. Um, they are so big, you would think, oh, they have so much fat on them. But unlike whales, where they have that thick layer of blubber, it's like an inch. And so they can't survive in the cold. Um how they have to be warm they're they're big so what is are they muscly are they strong oh Uh, they're buff dude i mean they're just working out all day they're taking creatine they're doing pre-workout they know what they're that's what i'm thinking because if they don't have that much fat they must be going hitting the gym yeah leg day yeah i'm not sure (laughs) fin day what they're doing that has made them so poorly evolved but um yeah they can't like so like Global warming is bad for them. Boats are bad for them. People are bad for them. They just weren't meant to be near people. They weren't. We are bad for manatees. How are manatees? What other than people? Because people are bad. What like do manatees get hunted by things, or are they so big um, that sharks like don't even bother with them? So, Florida manatees don't really get hunted by anything because they're just so big. But um, there are three types of well. There's in their family. There's three types of animals, but the Florida manatees do not get hunted by anything. But um, there's a type in Brazil that do get hunted by jaguars and sharks because they're a little smaller, which I thought was crazy. jaguars. Yeah, like the cat. Yeah, like the car. I thought it was the craziest thing I've ever read. Yeah, people are driving their cars into the ocean and like hunting yeah. manatees. Are, I think they live in the Amazon River. If that helps. Oh, okay. With why they're being hunted by cats i want yeah well i just i mean i still find that fascinating that sharks would be like nah but cats would be like yeah (laughs) um you think a shark would be more adventurous than a cat would be in this regard this is from the wikipedia article so i didn't do any further investigation i was just like whoa (laughs) these are some badass jaguars Uh. um but anyways i love florida manatees the last thing I have to say is about the Columbus Zoo is that the Columbus Zoo is part of a whole network of zoos that helps rehabilitate manatees. So if they get hit by a boat, which is pretty common, um, they or they get stuck in like something or they lose their parents young, they are sent to the Columbus Zoo and the Columbus Zoo rehabilitates them with like minimal human contact and then they send them back to Florida. Mm-hmm. So they only have one manatee that's been there forever. His name is Stubby and he can't be released back into the wild because he, his tail got cut off. Oh, I love him. Sad. I mean, his name was Stubby. It had to happen. Whenever yeah. I see him, I get so happy because I just love him so much. Self-fulfilling prophecy with that name. His parents should have known better. Honestly, what were they thinking? Uh, I manatees. I like. I like manatees. They own. It makes me sad that we as humans are so cruel to them. We are so cruel to them. It's. I think that's one of the. I'm a. I'm a bit of a green environment loving person and i'd have to say like when i was a kid the plight of the manatee was one of the first things i was like this is sad it's sad <laughs> we are ruining them anyways this is a comedy podcast let's be happy about it do manatees you, are fun how do you feel about manatees uh pretty neutral wow. um, uh take a strong take please um 
<laughs> um, you know, sometimes I get them confused with like sea lions and leopard seals in my uh, in my, my head, but I don't know. I'm not a not much of an ocean adjacent guy most of the time, so they I don't I don't know much about them. I'll, you know what? I'll put them on my list. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you gotta visit visit them while I you got- can. <laughs> you should. I will. Uh, I will. And they're gonna be around forever, so you can visit them all the time. I appreciate the wreck. When you go to Columbus, you'll see the you'll see <laughs> oh, Stubbs Stubby true. Stubby Stub. Stubby and his collection, the collection of manatees that are there that are being rehabilitated. Whatever rotating thing. Um, I read this morning that there are about I'm gonna say six thousand five hundred manatee Florida manatees. So just protect manatees at all costs. Will let's do. Be, let's be good in manatees. I promise I will never hurt a manatee. That's all I ask. All right. Satisfied? I love manatees. I'm so satisfied. All right. Sean, as our as our as our esteemed guest this week. That's me. We've tasked you with um having a topic of some kind. And I do. And uh we'd love to hear what that topic is. Uh my talk my topic is Secret Santa. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh I guess so first of all, do uh, either or both of you observe Christmas or I, I observe Christmas. I I observe I observe Christmas as well. Okay, not cool. particularly from a religious yes. standpoint. Right. I mean, it's same here, but I just didn't want to just uh, go ahead assuming. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, Secret Santa group of people get together. Everyone's assigned another member of the group, and they have to give them a gift. And I I love it very much on all scales. I love it when it's a small group where everyone mm-hmm. can get real intense about mm-hmm. it. And I love it when it's a large group where people get to, you know, use it to get to know each other. Uh, and I I guess uh, between those two, I love the, the small one more because you can make real. I love a gift that makes the person think, uh, why would you do this? Why would you put so much effort into this, <laughs> into this small joke? Um, yeah. Yeah. I I also love Secret Santa's. It's it's pure joy. Emily is a bit of a Christmas hater, so to hear her say, um, I don't like the Christmas season. There are parts of Christmas I do like. I love the Christmas season entirely. Wow. Uh, I think I think I, it could start earlier. I love these strong takes. Absolutely tapes. not. It should not start any earlier. It starts too early already. I believe I'm the first person to say it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's uh, fine. Maybe even the hap happiest season of all. And we're in September now, so we're basically at Christmas. I'm no, so ready. Not. I want it to freeze. I want it to get cold. I want to be snowed upon. <laughs> Ugh, I'm ready to give some jollity, make some eggnog, put up a tree, hang some lights, get a garland and a wreath. Wow. Give me some pine cones and a bowl. But what about Halloween and what about Thanksgiving? There are holidays that are important on their own and they just get overshadowed. Right. I mean, I think Thanksgiving doesn't have a season to itself. And Halloween, I'm not so into the Halloween season. But I get get people that are. I totally... I I love candy. I'll admit that. My Thanksgiving season is that every year I take that week off from work and buy whatever hot, cool video game comes out and play it for (laughs) those like three days leading up to Thanksgiving. Would you know what one you're going to go with this year? Uh, I don't because... Well, historically, a lot of times it had been like either Zelda games or like a lot of Zelda games have come out that specific time. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's not a Zelda game coming out this year that time. I don't know what's coming out this year. I'll have to figure that out. I usually find something that, because that's like actually a really good, I think last year I probably played uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. It's like the, the Monday before Thanksgiving 
or the Sunday, one of those two days, is like a big video game release day. I think to just beat um, Black Friday out. I feel like I've been told that something's coming out. Then I think... <sighs> Probably something really big is coming out that day. Yeah, because I remember a conversation about how some company is... Or, or, the company that does Spyro is releasing their re-release at the same time as some other... Uh, who can remember? Who knows? Who's who to say? Who can remember? Um, back to Secret right. Santa. Secret Santa. So, <laughs> in your in your dream Secret Santa, what are the rules and how many people are partaking? Um, I do think the the best is a small group. Uh, so I guess sort of my like uh the example that I base it off in my life is I have a group of high school friends that every year we still do a Secret Santa of some sort. Uh, and I guess that's usually around eight people and generally about like a half to two thirds of the people will give a relatively normal gift. I think there's a rule of like, you know, keep it under $30 or whatever. Uh, but then a couple people each year will have an idea to give a really outrageous gift and, you know, just, so the, the, the biggest example I think, uh, from that group is I once, uh, I once received a gift from my friend Ryan. Shout out, uh, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> he. So the there was a you know a a, a running running joke that I I, I don't cuss a lot. Um, <laughs> you may have noticed, and you listeners at home may have. Uh, Although Sean did ask us if he could swear on this podcast, <laughs> because that's what you're supposed to ask on podcasts, even mm-hmm. though no one's ever said you can't. Yeah. Um. I, I received a copy of so it was it was called American Goofball. It was a copy of American Psycho with every single remotely bad word white outed. And this is like a hundred fifty page book, uh, <laughs> and a new tamer word filled in in its place. Wow, this is quite a gift. <laughs> oh, it was, and like I at the time I didn't know this guy very well, so it was like insane effort to put in. And that same year, uh, I think. My my gift to uh, my friend Zane, shout out, uh, was a God. I, for the life of me, I cannot remember why this was the gift, <laughs> but it was a framed picture of Jerry Seinfeld where the eyes follow you. <laughs> you can uh, cut out the eyes of a painting and then enlarge the eyes digitally and set them back behind the painting, mm. uh, and it looks like the eyes follow you around the room. And so that was a uh, scary Seinfeld. Um, Interesting. Still hangs to this day. Um, sounds like something you'd get at Spencer's Gifts. You know, kind of does. I got to <laughs> check that place out. But that said, I also love like you know like a company Secret Santa or like a oh, big oh. group Secret Santa. Like, I did you guys do the the UCB Secret Santa at all? I did not. No. No, I've I've not. I was soured because I did the mixtape exchange and that didn't go well for me. So I, oh, I'm sorry to hear it. <laughs> did not participate in later events. <laughs> I, Oh my gosh. I had the same person for the mixtape exchange and the secret Santa. So I thought I didn't do the mixtape exchange for whatever reason. Uh, but, uh, it was stuff like that where, you know, you get someone that you don't know very well, like in a workplace, like you're assigned someone and you have to research them, not, not research them as if there's some sort of bug. Like in a ask jar, people. And- yeah. Yeah. And, like use their few suggestions and try and make it fun. I like that a lot. Yeah, I did. Uh, that actually reminds, I totally forgot that I even did this until you just mentioned that. But uh, 
when I was doing stand up in Boston, there was um, the the like. <sighs> I don't know how to word this without insulting somebody, but I'd say like the hip. Lean uh, in. Tear him a new one. <laughs> well, I'm complimenting this one place. It'd be the places that aren't this place that I might be insulting. But the sort of hip stand-up club uh, is the comedy studio. Um, oh, the other places in Boston suck. <laughs> we'll talk off mic. Um, <laughs> uh, no, well, the comedy studio, I think I think most people would agree. is like that's sort of like the hip. like That's like the... It's sort of like New York style, like you go to a show and there'll be like 10 acts in a night and whatever, um, a showcase style format. And, uh, but every year for Christmas, they had, um, it's a comedy studio Christmas show. And instead of like stand up, they would actually have like sketches and Im- Im- sort of improv. They, they wouldn't call it improv, but moments that were improvised. Um, they were sort of anti-improv place. And anyways, um, at that Christmas party, they would have like the secret Santa. And so I, and you just get like some random stand-up comedian who you may have never met, which was uh, the person I had to get a gift for. I had never met her before. Um, I don't think I'd met her before I gave her her gift, <laughs> which if I recall correctly was um, some like marshmallow flavored vodka or something like that. Oh, yikes. Some, I mean, supposedly she had wanted that or something like that or likes things of that nature. Uh, and, um, I got a gift from someone else that I didn't really know that well. Um, I know her a little better now, but it was a Charlie Brown book that had like a gift card in it to a record store. So that was good. It's nice. <laughs> but that was very random. Cause it was like, yeah, I don't know any of these people. Oh, you have to like, and people did have to like ask like, what is this person like? <laughs> and it's like out of, you know, a hundred people or something like that. Mm. At work last year, we did a whole school. We called it secret. Um, and the name of the school I work at. Um, so, say it. No, I'm Just not going to say it. Um, but so we didn't call it Secret Santa because it was not, you know, appropriate. So everyone could participate. Right. Even if they didn't observe Christmas. Um, but I had someone who I didn't know super well. But through my research found out he liked carrot cake. So I made him carrot cake cookies Ooh. and carrot cake cupcakes. And... Um, and I got him like a picture frame. It was over five days. So we had $25 to spend for five days. Um, so one present each day. Wow. And then the person who had me is someone whom I really like and got a lot of really nice things. Fun. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's just, and then we did like a reveal of like who had each other at the end. It was very fun. So you get like five gifts and you don't know who's giving them to you until yeah. you've gotten all five. Yeah. Like sometimes they were hidden in my mailbox. Sometimes like, I who the name of the person I had I was sitting next to someone and I was like hey can you give this to the person when he passes us and she <laughs> said yes and so I was sitting right next to her and she gave him my gift wow so like and then like some people would like deliver their own gift and say someone sent me to give this to you to be like sneaky 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 yeah. so now that is uh uh, what's you guys' take on, you can't really do this for a smaller group, but on larger groups, like, you know, letting the person know who, like, saying to the person, hey, this is from me, versus keeping it secret and never revealing who gave the gift. Oh, I think you have to tell them at the end. I think so, too. I've, that's the only thing I've never, ever known. Yeah. I've, I've never known in a different way. I've, yeah. uh, when I, at my old workplace back teaching algebra way back when, uh, when I organized it there, a bunch of people were like, 
So we don't have to tell him, right? And I was like, oh, I guess not. Live your life. But <laughs> I didn't even know that was a, an option. Yeah. I think that was the, the, the stand-up one I did. I think you didn't have to tell. Because I think you put all you put all the gifts under like a Christmas tree. Ah. And then you just like go get your gift that's labeled for you. And you didn't have to say who it was from necessarily. Um, I also, I remember people like not, like some people were, these are standard comedians, so they're scumbags, right? And so some people didn't put gifts in, like they just like bailed on the whole gift thing. Oh, um, yikes. Yeah. That's, you bit. can't do that. You got to eventually. Yeah, at least go to Target and get a $15 gift card. I think they have, I think, well, so I don't know if you guys ever heard of, I think the website is called elfster.com <laughs> and it's a website for like organizing secret Santas. It's like a social media kind of website. And I think they switched to using that because then you can like reveal more easily who, <laughs> who didn't do who something. didn't do it. And I think you'd also put on this website. Oh, maybe this is how I knew to what to buy my this this person because I think on the website you can like anonymously say what your interests are. So like someone could just go online uh, and like look at who they're. Um, like it only worked one way. Like you knew what your person's gift like preferences were but uh, no one else could see your yeah. preferences yeah yeah me and uh, me and my high school friend use a uh use a similar website i was looking up to see if it was the same one it was just drawnames.com but i just saw that last year's group name was p crit santa just secret santa with the word p in it mm. very fun wow you guys Those sound like jokes more crazy cat crazy crazy <laughs> people at comedian work. sean Holloway. <laughs> oh no um at work we did it where we just they just made a piece of paper that we had to put our name on it and then some of our interests and they'd fold it up and that's what we would pick out of a i think that is very useful to like especially in a big group it's nice to have the you know what are what are my basic interests because even if like if nothing else you can get like a baseline just like if i put down oh my interest coffee maybe i'll get a, a french press or something at least something even if the person doesn't have the time to like really deep dive into your life santa claus 2 style you can at least uh at least get something baseline yeah yeah i will i will now divulge my family's secret santa i was going to talk about mine too but you go first um i was i was waiting until we were at least we had talked about not my family for long enough <laughs> Uh, so when I was a kid, um, so I have like, mm, including me and my brother, there's like nine cousins of, like of people. So I have like seven, I have a brother and seven cousins. <laughs> so hard to really hard to explain on just like my hometown side of my family. And then I have another side of my family, but we didn't do Christmas together. When I was younger, all my aunts and uncles would buy me i'm the oldest cousin they would buy me and my two other oldest cousins like we would just get gifts or whatever but as there more more and more cousins appeared it wasn't uh financially viable to buy everyone a gift so it turned into a secret santa thing and all the adults uh aunts and uncles and whatnot had had a secret santa and all the kids had a secret santa and uh so we did like a pulling names out of a hat kind of thing and you know, I would just get one of my other cousins and they're all within another part of my family is that me and my brother are the bookends of our <laughs> ages. I'm the oldest and he's the youngest one. So everyone's in between there. We could at least, we at least have some ability to buy other, ch- other children or know what, whatever. Mostly our parents are buying the gifts anyways. Um, but we would exchange the gifts and the way we would do it is like someone would just go first. They would give a gift to someone and then that person would have to give a gift to another person. So that's how you knew who gave it to you. Right. We did it in a very uh, orderly fashion. <laughs> uh, 
one side note is that I remember one time me, I, me and one of my cousins, like we just by the drawing of names had each other and we bought each other through our parents, the same exact gift, <laughs> which was the board game, like the children's board game knockout. You guys remember this thing? No. I you, remember the box, but I don't think I ever played it. You'd build like a plastic wall and the pieces were like either three, one, three or two squares wide and you had a little jackhammer piece. Oh, I think I and know you, this game. It was kind of like Jenga, but like you were a construction worker. <laughs> and you'd have to build up the wall. And the first person knocked the wall down, like loses or whatever. So, and we just bought each other the same gift. I don't know if I know that game, but I'm picturing it was like an ice version. But they're all the ice was the uh, same Don't break size. the ice. Yes. I know a lot of children's uh, board <laughs> games. Uh, and, um, you know, I, sorry to interrupt. No, I, I remember uh, when I was in sometime in elementary school there's a birthday party uh where it was right when like bionicles had come out and four people all gave the exact same gift that was just so in vogue the uh <laughs> bionicle oh, toa tahu the the fire toa for the anyone who, who remembers i have the green one uh liwa i don't know i don't know the name I, I i played one of the video games and i was like oh neat yeah it's a lego thing um so oh yeah so we buy each other knockout whatever as we get older uh we decide to integrate the adult and the child one because the youngest child is now like whatever like 18 so it's like okay now we're all technically adults so let's just do one uh big crazy thing and now it gets to the point where like people just don't know each other (laughs) as well like like when you brought in the pool and like the ages and the interests it just like doesn't mesh as well and i think we did one or two years of everyone in the same secret santa and then we said to hell with it and now we just do yankee swaps every year (laughs) you do what yankee swaps or white elephant white elephants or what's the other thing uh, they call them in Pennsylvania? Something else. <laughs> I know there is another name. I would prefer... Pollyanner. Pollyander. Hoagie swap. Cheesesteak. I would probably refer to them as white elephants. Yes. Uh, Yankee swap is a thing you call them in New England. <laughs> but yes, white elephant is the more common yeah. phrase. Oh, I just remembered a pointless but embarrassing story from my childhood where i had read this big long story about the origin of the phrase white elephant that i don't think was real it was definitely apocryphal and in my boy scout troop we had a white elephant and someone was like can anyone say what what a white elephant is and i thought they were saying does anyone know what the origin of the story is so i raised my hand and i tell this big long story <laughs> and then the adult leader's like uh no it's where everyone brings in a gift <laughs> and uh no, I feel pre- my face getting flushed to this. Are- I appreciate your explanation more. Like <laughs> I, I kind of like it almost as a troll. <laughs> I can explain what it is. I'm sure everybody loved me going on and on and on. Well, what? they better have. I was their senior patrol leader. Mm, wow. What are our thoughts Nerd. on Yankee swaps slash white elephants? Like, how do we feel about them? I'm going to tell about my family's secret Santa, but first we're going to talk about these. There's a little too much venom in them, you know? I agree. Like, especially when people can steal. Like, it's Ugh, yes. I don't know. I, I don't like there being that much, like, I don't like people going home dissatisfied in the whole ordeal. Like, maybe you'll be dissatisfied with the person who had you for Secret Santa, but I don't want someone, like, you know, especially, like, putting in a lot of money and then just losing this game of chance, so. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not super crazy about it, although with my family's version, it's typically been okay. <laughs> uh, that's how I got my uh, 
magic bullet, <laughs> which I use. So the blender, blender thing. Yeah. Uh, I have definitely had poor experiences at Yankee Swaps where I was like, fuck this. <laughs> like, yeah. just get really mad about it. And I'm like, I ended up with this crappy thing or whatever. Like, someone was like, well, I spent $25 on, like, and or you don't, like, trust that they spent the, like, um, yeah, I think I've done, like, ones where, you're like, you're supposed to send, 20, supposed to send ah, oh, my words. You're supposed to, supposed to spend $25 and you end up with a thing you were like, this cost $10 yeah. and you're just mad. That's how I feel about Yankee swaps. I'm not crazy generally, but I'm still stuck with them a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I think they can be done. I think with families, they're good because families, they have to, you have to like, like each other. So you can't be too mean, but I mean, yes, you can. It just makes it awkward at Thanksgiving the next year. Um, but, I, got the, I got that magic bullet. I feel okay. <laughs> but um, I, I do think like, there's a lot of like, there's like one present that everyone starts to steal from each other. And it's just not fun. We did a, uh, we did a white elephant at my work this last year and I hadn't done one since childhood. And I was like, everyone was like, oh man, the, the toolkit, the set of blankets. And I was, it made me realize that I'm a, a child. Cause I was like, oh golly, look at this fun little light up. Oh, yeah. uh, whatever whatever it was like a, a light up cup i was like wowee and everyone was going for the practical things yeah that probably cost more money uh i'll say one good way to do a yankee swap is to if to just like be sure you're doing it for fun so like all gifts have to be either joke gifts or i've done it once where like all the gifts had to be candy of some kind so then you're just like swapping weird candy things <laughs> and then so you you sort of there's like some guarantee level like every present is blank yeah uh and you know it's still like open-ended like candy is pretty open-ended and that would be like a five a five or whatever you can send it a, you can set that at a cheaper 100 dollars worth of <laughs> yeah. candy uh or you could be like yes every every present has to be like a joke present and it's like okay well at least now we understand what's going on because the whole like the actual white elephant thing is sort of implying that they are bad gifts right and right. you're trying to like get rid of your thing it's part of the like competitive nature. Oh, and then it. when some are like just genuinely bad and like, but going back to this, uh, work one that I did, like, you know, there's like, you know, those cheap, cheapo, cheapo gifts. Uh, and then like our CEO, like brought a, a drone kit. Like this is like from the office. Yeah. This is an episode of the office. I've never seen it. Well, there's an episode where they do Yankees. It's supposed to be secret Santa. And, mm. uh, uh michael scott the main character main the main boss is like I, I, if i'm remembering this correctly he's so mad at what he gets as his secret santa gift yes i think is a homemade it's like a yeah someone makes him something knits him something or something yeah and he's like pissed because he brought an ipod <laughs> as his like thing even though the limit was supposed to be whatever amount of money and he and then they change it to be and he, in the moment, changed it to be Yankee Swap. So even though people have, like, personal gifts to give to each other, he, like, fucks it up. I remember, like, because Jim has... Jim, Jim is going to give Pam a teapot that expresses his love. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so it ends up being this whole uh, thing. That's actually, if I were to recommend any singular episode of The Office, the first, like, Christmas special is so funny. <laughs> you know, at some point, I'm going to watch it. It just feels like a big undertaking. Um, oh, they're half an hour episodes. Yeah, there's a lot of ep- there's a lot of episodes. So many. You can quit after the first few seasons, uh, the, and the season one is only like six or eight episodes yeah. long. Oh, so weird. Can, 
it was like a, a yeah like one of those like pilot season kind of things i believe if i, I believe it debuted on myspace <laughs> if i remember my uh what a time but, to be alive when myspace was the thing. wait was that the year of the writer's strike uh, like there's a bunch of half seasons of things like heroes I don't think I don't that was because of that, but I think probably The Office was affected by it during this run. I think this was earlier than that. Um, the Office would have been like 2003. I don't remember when the was that show. early. Oh, wow. I think it was 2003. Um, I've been watching The British Office on uh, Netflix lately. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good watch, too. I haven't seen that one there's either. Only like, there's, uh, not there's only like 14 episodes of that. I'm always shocked by how few... like with british tv either it's like doctor who that's run for a million episodes or like i was surprised to see oh faulty towers had like 10 episodes and it's like oh it's the, it's the best ever and just just a little bit of it um the original house of cards is only like three episodes and that's not from bbc i just lost a trivia question at a trivia night about that about the british version of house yeah. of cards mm-hmm. hmm, interesting uh anyways this isn't about uh, no, british not. television or the office well that, that was a good tie-in no um my family also does a secret santa although i we just call it the gift exchange christmas <laughs> gift exchange um very formal of you guys <laughs> um santa isn't real so we can't call it that <laughs> um and it was similar when we were when i was younger all of the cousins there was a kids category and a grown-up category but then all the kids grew up and so now it's all mixed together and we draw a name and then we send names off to people who live in like other states. And then we all come to my uncle's on the Christmas Eve and we um, open our presents and we can get anyone's name and it's fun. Yeah, that's that's how it was. I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know what I preferred. I think I, get, I think I end up with better gifts now that we have the Yankee Swap because I... You got your magic bullet. I, yeah. Like I'm trying to remember what other things I've gotten, but generally decent presents. I I, I feel like not that if not that all my Secret Santa gifts ever were were bad. I'm not here to say that. I don't know what if my family listens to this. But <laughs> I got plenty of good gifts too. But. Do either of you have a best Secret Santa gift you've ever gotten? Uh, well, for our gift exchange as a family, we submit like these are things we like, these are things we want. Uh, yeah, so. So what was the best one? I don't know. I give me a second to think about it. Um, probably. Well, the one I remember the most is that knockout. <laughs> Just giving the same gift to each other. It's pretty good. Um, oh, I uh, uh, one from last year. This spans two Secret Santas. Um, so I had a Secret Santa with an improv team, uh, wherein, and this is not gonna this. Mom, if you're listening, this is not. This is a joke. Uh, I got a gift that was the uh, the scratch and sniff book of weed from mm. our friend Ben McDonald. Um, I'm not a weed smoker, but it was a funny joke. Uh, and so I sent to my high school friends. Uh, I said, "Whoever has me, see if you can top this. See if you can top this." Uh, is what I sent with a picture of the book. Uh, the guy who had me. Zane, shout out to Zane. Uh, wow, double shout out. He he made a top, like a spinning top, out of the picture of the book. And so when I got it, I was like, "What? 
what is this? <laughs> he said, you said somebody top this. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. good puns. Good comedy we've got here. Yeah. Zane, uh, the comedian. Yeah. Where's he? Let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> you hear that? I'm sure, I'm sure some of them will listen to this. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> I don't know about the best gift, but last year I got tea that has been drank on this podcast from my cousin uh, Donnie and Aubrey. Um, I requested tea things. <laughs> this was before the podcast, guys. Wow, forward thinking. Forward thinking. Um, I I once got. Uh, I was into Doctor Who for a while, and my cousin got me like a, a snowman that was like Doctor Who themed. It's very cute. It sits in my room still. Shout out to Jeremy. So many shout outs. Shout today. out to Jeremy and Donnie and Aubrey. Um, I shouted out sort of my whole family by vaguely mentioning them. I I know I've had so many other gifts, but now I've been put on the spot and can't remember them. I mean, I can just, I can vamp with some shout outs. Let's see. Um, shout out to my brother. Oh, I didn't mention Wesley Kloss, and that's whose birthday party it was in elementary school. I haven't seen him in decades. Um, let's see what else we got. What was the worst thing you've ever ended a Yankee or a white elephant with? The worst thing you ended with. I can tell you mine to kick it off. Yeah, go go first. Please do. It. Uh, I'm. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with this one. Um, I have a couple bad ones, I suppose. I have a beer mug. That that sounds okay. Uh, but it has like a bike bicycle bell attached to it that you're supposed to ring to uh you know make your woman bring you another beer <laughs> it's one of those joke things that's probably from a spencer gifts <laughs> i'm glad we can Shout keep talking about, talking about them uh i got it as a gift um it probably came with something else it probably came with like a six pack of beer which i guess makes it a little less awful uh but it is still in the box that it came in and i will probably be and i think it was a re-gift, and I will be re-gifting it, I, I assume, this year. I have several gifts that I've gotten over the years that I'm like, this is a, such a bad gift. <laughs> and then you just have to give it away to someone else. I also have an antique wrench, which I'd have to rate in one of my worst gifts I have. <laughs> Why an antique wrench? You have to ask my boss. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, I'll, send an email. I'll send him an email. He, uh, I think every year he goes to like this... Uh, antique shop and buys like some random thing and then that's like the thing he puts in that's odd i ended up with this wrench it's actually it's not as bad as the bell the the mug with the bell because i'll say that that is just a poor joke right (laughs) the the bell thing i'm like uh, it's at least the the wrench is well intentioned i can accept the i can accept the kind of fun nature of the of the wrench (sighs) mug with a bell i need to get rid of that if anyone wants it, they can have it. Just donate it to something. Get rid of it. I'm going to donate it to a Yankee swap. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, I don't know what my worst Yankee swap gift has ever been. My first thought was um, like a Chia pet, but I don't know if I've ever actually gotten one of those. But but then I think really the worst part about Yankee swaps is that the dejected feeling you get. When it doesn't go well. And I think that's the worst gift a Yankee Swap can give you. I do think it's disappointing when uh, Yankee Swap, like people aren't having fun doing it. Like they're just doing it clinically. Right. Yeah. And that gets like, if you take it super, su- I keep calling, I keep saying Yankee Swap, you guys are going to have to, in your heads, replace that with a white elephant. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to change. Uh, but yeah, it's like people just take it too 
seriously. And you can't like appreciate the gifts as much because you're just like trucking through it. And that has happened to me way too many times. <laughs> I also think like you pick a gift that's like kind of oh, disappointing and you know no one's going to take it from you. And like other people are taking other people's gifts and they look like they're having so much fun. That's why I'm I'm 10 times out of 10 Secret Santa over I agree. Over White I'm pro I'm pro Secret Santa. I'm I'm uh I like Secret Santa more if you um know the people. Definitely. Uh, I think that is the the ideal. Yeah. If you don't know it, I'm too I I don't it was nice that you guys were saying about the researching the people you're buying stuff for, but that just gives me too much anxiety to think about like what might this oh god i hope they like this thing i have no idea if they'll like this thing whereas if i know them at least i can be like i'm pretty sure they'll like what i'm about to give them um i uh yeah not to keep going on these tangents but i, I just remembered another high effort one that i got uh, a couple years ago uh i i've just i just love these oh too much too much effort putting too much effort into anything is the best i i love it <laughs> we should all put too much effort into trivial things all the time uh I got one from my friend Melissa. Shout out to Melissa. Uh, so many shout was, outs. Gotta I'll, keep shouting out. All these out. people better listen. They might. Um, uh, I had just moved to New York and I got a... The The premise was that I would be lonely in New York and I got a make your own girlfriend kit, which was a mannequin head, uh, a, a variety of wigs and uh, googly eyes and... Uh, uh, various makeup products. Uh, so I, you know, I think I might have a picture of the, of my beautiful maid girlfriend Calypso. We're gonna need that picture. So yeah. Oh wow. That, that is Calypso. She has some big eyes. Yeah, very googly too. Great eyebrows. And you know what? She's doing her hair real well. You should let us uh, send this picture to us. We'll put it on our sure. Instagram. I love, I love, I love adding content. I love content. Wow, this is a pretty, pretty lady. <laughs> uh, I wonder what happened to her after I threw her in a dumpster in a quick trip in Roland Park, Kansas. Um, Can't believe you threw her away. I mean, I wasn't, I was like staying with my parents. I didn't need that like in the car when I got home. Um, I mean, would you say that that's the best girlfriend you've ever had? Honestly, we had a special connection and I miss her every day. Wow. You've got a picture on your phone. <laughs> True. <laughs> Picture's worth a thousand words. Uh, I could write a thousand words in that picture. <laughs> I could write a thousand words about those eyebrows. <laughs> they were repurposed eyelashes. They were like stick on eyelashes, moved them up. You know, a thousand words is not that many words. It's really not. I have no context. Uh, like a typical blog post is probably like 500. Like if you're reading someone's like between like 300 and 500 if you're reading just like some blogger or whatever an extended blog would be longer but like you're probably not reading anything longer than like 1200 words on the internet unless you're reading something extremely long i feel like it's been so long since i've like written you know more than two paragraphs in prose you know like in in not like instructional or like working on a sketch or anything like just writing two paragraphs Interesting. Yeah, I should write an essay sometime. Just get on get on those essays. Just start okay. writing essays. Do some I should. creative writing. Do some free writing. Oh, I actually, I you know what? I just realized I do that every single day, and I forgot that that counts. So I guess I've done that almost daily for the wow. last two years. So. Taking it back. 
Gotta get your word count. Sorry, sorry to lie to you. Yeah, I gotta see what the word count is. What uh, program are you writing with your hand, or are you writing? Oh uh, uh, no, no, I I know the idea is you do it longhand, but I do it on the computer. Uh, I just do it in. I, I live my life. I almost talked about. I almost thought about talking about like organization and living my life out of a google drive but i realized it would make me seem too uncool i would um, love to have like a top like a, a segment at the end of the person's topic of topics they thought about but didn't do oh i've got i think i haven't deleted my list yet, or wait i did but i uh well, would, would you like me to share i would love to sure go for it uh so i thought about doing um math slash physics um organization slash to-do list again these all make me seem so cool uh mountains uh and mountaineering uh let's see are you a mountaineer uh i used to i used to hope to be uh i had i it was a childhood dream of mine to like summit all of the you know the all the seven summits all the eight thousand meter peaks all the you know when you go to vermont there's a lot of mountains there you know maybe i'll uh i'm working on getting my knee back up to health maybe i'll do it it's the green mountain state I need to I need to someday accomplish my childhood dream of climbing all the 14ers in Colorado. Oh, those those big mountains in Colorado. Uh, th- oh, yeah. These are these are Appalachian mountains. They're not as tall. But Wait. I've been to the top of many of them. I still respect them. I respect all mountains cuz they're made by the earth. Mount Monadnock. I've been to one of My the topics top one day could be earthquakes. I've been and seismic to activity. Mount Washington, Mount Atitash. These are all the mountains I've been to the top of. <laughs> I don't think I've been to the top of any mountains. I've climbed 17 well, 14ers and a couple more 13ers on top. I was used to be really into this. This used to be what I do every summer. I don't know how tall. I don't know by heart how tall any of them are, but they're all like Appalachian ones. So they're the shorter on the shorter side. Are there, but no less bold. There are things yeah. in Yellowstone that are called mountains. I don't know if I've been to the top of any of them, but I've been near them. I mean, Yellowstone has 13ers um, when I was in the... And like the Tetons are... 13,000. Uh, I climbed Mount Hoback in Wyoming while tying it back to the Boy Scouts for Matt here. Uh, mm-hmm. I was on a high adventure trip. There you go. Most of my mountains were Boy Scout related of some kind. Um, do you mind? Wait, did you do high adventure trips when you were in Boy Scouts? I know this is very off topic, but. Um, uh, not like we. I didn't do any of like the the like the camps that were like um like philmont philmont uh, or the sea sea base or uh charles somers i did not do any of those um but i would do stuff like whitewater rafting and uh um what was the other i did like a whole thing in west virginia that was like this crazy camping thing it was the most like out there in the woods i feel like i like right right <laughs> it was so we- it was a very weird place i was thinking back on those like the other day and just thinking about that that was just too too cool and exciting like that's it's wild that like got to do stuff like that it feels like i don't, <laughs> I don't deserve that sort of thing yeah um yeah i was i was a i was a wild man <laughs> weren't we all it's weird to think because all the adults that were there i'm like oh i'm younger than they were (laughs) now i could still do this cool stuff i gotta i gotta get back into the out it's hard in new york city but uh oh my parents just retired and they uh they now just like live out of a big suv in and just like travel around colorado and go on hikes every day 
Well, if you want to try to go on a hike some sometime around here, I've actually been scouting out places that you can get to from the subway and or um, the uh, commuter rail lines and I stuff. Would be, I would be very into so, that. So there we go. This is a second podcast that I've made plans with people <laughs> outside of the podcast. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we should wrap up. Do you have any last things you want to say about Secret Santa? Um, if you're listening, do Secret Santa. Organize one. Everyone will think you're really kind and generous when really it's not a lot of work. Yeah. Hey, former guests of TBD, should we uh, have a Secret Santa Ooh, of all TBD guests? What a thing. You just hit us up and let us know. What a thing to do. Um, I guess we should organize that. <laughs> But if we have to have yes or no's. Yeah, I think we could get enough people. We've had enough guests. Yeah, that's true. By the time Christmas comes, we'll have had like mm, 20, 30 guests. Whoa. 20 something. By the time Christmas comes, by December, we'll have had a lot, a lot of... <laughs> I guess we could like make the limit be like uh, the end of November or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is... Uh, I think this episode that we are recording right now is number 30. Welcome to our 30th episode, I think, guys. I don't want to make any false promises, but I think this might be 30. Oh, uh, I did think or of 31. One, I did think of one last thought. Oh, okay. The day after Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving proper, but you're probably busy with your family then, that's the time to start. A, that's the time to set up a secret Santa. Like, yeah. That's the time to pick names, I think. My and family I agree. did it. It gives you a lot of time yeah. to find presents. For sure. And then you can do Black Friday. You could oh, yeah. Christmas shop on Black Friday. Yeah, so try and get it in. Yeah. Um... All right, we'll make a, we'll do a, we'll do a, well, whatever. Um, I don't want to get into the business of this right now. Uh, um, I just want to say real quick, I've had so many good gift exchange presents and I, I'm sorry, I can't think of them, family. I love you all. Yeah. Shout out to all our families. They gave us great gifts. Um, all right. Well, um, Sean, you had one thing you wanted to mention perhaps to plug. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, follow me on Twitter if you want, uh, at coolshawn.com. C-O-L-S-E-A-N-D-O-T-C-O-M. Yeah. I've never spelled that out before, but it felt like I had to. I think, you, yeah, because otherwise you sound weird, like you're combining a website and a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Great call on my part. Yeah. Uh, well, we have a podcast that I have to spell out every time I describe it to somebody. Right, right, right. T-E-A-P-D. Yes. Ooh, when I plugged it to the person on the Uber pool, they I did not spell it out. Uh, so. Well, they're never going to find it. Oh, well. It's all right. Um, that'll be fine. Uh, don't forget your homework we gave you which is to draw draw what draw matt's this, description this, of uh the sea buckthorns the grape mm-hmm. corn thing and send us them to us send them to us um and uh yeah as always uh rate subscribe and review and send us any corrections or just fan mail to tbd podcast at gmail.com yeah we haven't gotten much mail lately no corrections right well we're just right all the time now yeah we fixed we fixed our mistakes now we're just correct 100% yeah. of the time. Anyways, we don't have anything more to say, right? Uh-uh. All right. Well, uh thanks, Sean. Thanks Thank for you. Thanks for having me. Sean Holloway everyone. That's me. And uh <laughs> he's leaving the stage. Uh Goodbye. <laughs> uh thanks everyone. Thank you. Uh, or should we say our names? I've been Matt Armando. I have been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD with Matt and Emily. Bye.